podcasting from the sunny state of California, where Hollywood and superstars shine. Hey, and welcome to Perfectly Normal, where I talk about all life's up and down, and what appears to be weird and wacky can actually turn out to be quite normal. And I'm your host, Michelle. I'm a life coach, author, artist, and pharmacist. The founder of Elevate Life Coaching. It's a seminar and coaching company. Let's get right to the show. Hello, everyone.、Um, today, I want to share a little story with you.、Um, earlier this afternoon, I met up with a friend, and we were in a coffee shop, and we we're just talking. And what she was curious about, you know, what life coach is, and what do I do as a life coach? So then, I kind of just gave her a complimentary coaching session, and I asked her, you know,、um, so where do you find your challenge would be right now? And so we kind of tap into the relationship side.、Um, so I asked her, you know, on a scale of one to ten, you know, how satisfied are you with your current relationship? And she gave it a zero. <laughs> Um, and I'm sure it, a lot of us can relate to that number.、Um, it can be really low or not existing. If there's a negative number, you'll probably assign a negative number to it. <laughs> But、um, <clears throat> so in that conversation, you know, we tap into the relationship and what works and what didn't work. And what came up、uh, came up during that conversation was the term imposter syndrome.、Um, so she felt like she when when it comes to Having a big project, she always had that fear of failure. And when she actually brought up the word imposter syndrome, and I'm sure a lot of you、um, may have heard of the the word. It's a very common word that describes. Um, <clears throat> kind of like a voice that's in your head that keep repeatedly preventing you from doing the things that you need to do.、Um, and some people actually relate that into with the、um, inner critics,、um, that constant voice, that nagging voice that come up and say you are not good enough.、Um, so you can also call it the inner critics. Although the imposter syndrome in actually psychology is a little more. More complicated than that, but that's just for the sake of argument for today. That the imposter syndrome. Let's talk about the inner critics. It's that voice that it keeps showing up, and by the time you realize it, it's there. Sometimes it's a little too late, and that. Voice can really paralyze you from doing a lot of great things. So you may you may not complete a project because the voice came on, or you may be avoid uh, 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 avoiding some project or some taking some risk because you are afraid. And the what what really helps is to recognize it and to be able to take some action that you can do for yourself to. Silence that inner critics.、Um, so growing up, and you know, throughout my whole entire journey, and I mentioned it multiple times in the book,、um, perfectly normal. And in the book, I had described there were so many、um, scenario and and stories that I was just constantly having that narrative voice in my head that's telling me, you know, number one, I'm not good enough. Um, you know, I'm not pretty enough.、Um, I can't do this because I don't look good enough. Or I avoid dressing up in certain、um, clothes because I'm I'm keep telling myself, you know, I don't look good. 
Um, so how do you silence that inner critic is a question. Um, so the inner critic, the voice of the inner critic, it's really mostly containing the negative opinion. Um, it could be a collect collection of what you had in the past. Perhaps it came from your mom, um, your teacher, or the church, or the temple that you go to. Um, there's a lot of standards and expectation that was built up when you were growing up. And once you get into the workforce, perhaps it's your boss, it's your friend. It's that negative thoughts that keep showing up and over time, Time, you start to believe those negative thoughts and feelings. And what end up happening is you start to believe it and therefore it's holding you back in terms of risks that you may want to take and, you know, perhaps completing the project. And it's creating a lot of fear and anxiety for you so that you are not taking any further action. So how do you stop this inner critics? Um, one of the very effective and, you know, it works for me particularly, um, is by giving it a name. Um, so I asked, I asked this, uh, this girl who I had a conversation with earlier this afternoon, I said, you know, this is something that we can do. Um, you can come up with a name, give it a name, um, give that inner critic a name sometimes can lessen its power that it has over you. So anytime you are about to start a big project, you can sit down and really truly recognize and be aware of that inner critic that you have. So then we talked and the minute I said, well, give it a name. And there was a name that came up to her head immediately. She said, um, I'm going to call, call this inner critic. Olivia. I said, great. And and so I asked her further, um, so describe Olivia for me. What does Olivia look like? And what does she do? So we went on further. So she was describing, you know, when does Olivia show up? And when Olivia do show up, what does Olivia look like? So we were able to separate herself, um, who she is versus who Olivia is. And that's something that, you know, I particularly find it very useful in terms of my silencing my own inner critic. So I have this inner critic um, that looks like a Barbie doll and I end up naming her Daisy. Um, so Daisy is actually always sitting on my bookshelf watching over me. So anytime I'm about to start a big project or taking on more risks or you know doing something brave and courageous, um, my Daisy will show up and I would tell Daisy, you know what, <clears throat> I'm driving now and you can be in the passenger seat. So the power that Daisy has over me is less and less every day. So the conversation went on and basically um, what I want you to get out of this is that, you know, we all have that inner critics and many times those voice that comes on, they serve a number of purpose. They're serving to to protect us and it's also doing a disadvantage to us by keeping us small and so that we are not seen by people and you know stopping us from doing great things. 
So recognizing it, being aware of it, is actually a very effective way to work with it. Your inner critic is not going away. Unfortunately, it will always be with you, and it will always show up at times. But there are ways that we can deal with this inner critic so that you can do a lot more great things without having that fear of failure, fear of being judged, and fear of the unknown. So this is something I hope that you can. Find very useful, and perhaps you might want to, you know, start thinking about naming your inner critics. And I would love to hear from you in terms of what works for you. So leave me a comment and reach out to me. You can definitely reach reach out to me on my website or send me an email. I'm here for you. So until then, have a great time. Hey, thanks for listening to Perfectly Normal. If you like my show and want to know more, please check out my website at elevatelifecoaching.org and leave me a comment. Join me next week as we talk about another real life struggle and how we can overcome it. So until then, have a great day.